0: Project Taryag Day 27, Mitzvah Kuf Samach Aleph. And that is the Mitzvah of Thomas Nevelo. And Nevelo is an animal which dies, and the carcass of the animal is Tome. Why is this a Mitzvah? So the Khinuch here quotes the Rambam, who gives an introduction to this and many other Mitzvahs, which are counted according to the Rambam's opinion. And that is, he says as following, that even though there's no instruction regarding a neveda. In other words, there is no mitzvah to become Tomei or not to become Tomei. But the mitzvah over here is that there is a din in the Torah regarding a person who is Tomei in Veda. and therefore, fulfillment of the Torah's din for a person who is in this situation of being Tomei, having touched the carcass of a dead animal was called a mitzvah according to Ramam's account. He brings us the and the Pasukah says a that a person should not touch the carcass of a dead animal. So, says the Sifra, does that mean that if you would touch it, you would get malchus? And the hanach is, no, he doesn't. And, that if a person wants to touch it, they can. And, and the Pasukah, these will make you tomei So the Sifra does that mean a person is meant to go and make himself tomei And then the says, let to go, you're not meant to make yourself tomei Which means a person can decide to become tomei if he wants to touch something which will make him tamay, and a person can start to not become tamay, and not touch something which will make him tamay. So what's the mitzvah over here? That if he is tamay, then the halakhahs of tamay apply to him. This, according to the Rambam, is a mitzvah. However, as you saw previously, the Ramban doesn't consider these things to be mitzvahs. It's just a situation where the Torah describes a person as being tamay for various reasons, and then the halacha which applies to him will be the halacha which applies to people who tamay. A nevela is an avatoma, which means if a person touches it or touches utensils, canine, they'll become tamay as well. The size of a nevela, which is, makes things tamay, is a kazayis. And the same thing in vela car- is also a a person who carries it. It's called tumas maso. And if a person carries a nevela, then the clothing he's wearing becomes tamay as well as himself. Which animals become nevelas when they die? It's either a kosher animal or a non animal, whether it's a domestic animal or a wild animal. However, if the animal is shechted, then the the dead animal is not, is not tome. It's only when it dies without a shkita. And if, even if it was shechted and the shchita wasn't completed correctly, it's also called a novella, and therefore the carcass of the animal will become tame. However, if we found afterwards that the animal had an injury which rendered it a trafer. If that's the case, then it's not khtame. That's as far as kosher animals go. Non kosher animals, Shchitta doesn't take them out of the tumor of the Veda, and therefore any dead non kosher animal will have this den of tumor. Kuf Samach and that is not to eat the sherets which means a little creature which crawls along the ground, The Pasuk says, Any insect which crawls along the ground, it shouldn't be eaten. And the Chinook explains here, like he says, like every time we find it in the midst of eating, and obviously Hashem decided that this was harmful to people to eat. The difference between the Shemayin and which the Torah mentions in its own category, and other insects, such as ants, or snakes, or scorpions, or caterpillars, the Khenuch brings as examples, that by other in the Shir to eat them, is a kazaiz like all Yisurim in the Torah. Whereas the Shmuelah shratzim, because we find a new size, which applies to them, and that is the size of a kadosh, the size of a barley seed, because that's the size that makes them tome. And the isa to eat them also applies to that smaller side. The isa to eat shratim, um, applies in every place in time, both to men and to ladies. And if a person would eat a kazais of such insects, such shratim amazes, you get malchus. because it has uh, action of one of the mantis, like I say, and if it would be the gear to one of the eight shratim of the, the Torah says otome, the then even if you would eat a kardosha, which means the size of a body, see, he would be, get malchus as well. And that is not to eat the insects which are laid and hatch within fruits or vegetables or other foods. The Pasuk says, Anything which is sherets, which moves along the ground, can't be eaten. And from this Chazal understood that in order for an insect to be osir, it has to be something which is sherets ala'aretz which moves along the ground. Which means, if it's laid inside a fruit, but the fruit is still connected to the tree at the time, then any movement inside the fruit is considered connected to the ground, and that sharris will be also to be eaten. Same thing if it makes its way out of the fruit and walks along the ground, even if it would later on return to the fruit that it came from, it's called the sharris as sharris or the orchids, and it will likewise be also. However, if they were hatched, in a fruit which wasn't connected and it hasn't left its host fruit then it's never been shared to the earth, and therefore, as far as the Torah is concerned that share will not be forbidden to eat The Rambam here says the bigger Kiddush, and that is, even if it left the fruit and walked along the surface of the fruit or, let's say, it suspended itself from the fruit in the air that's also considered shared to the earth because it's left its parent fruit but the the meaning of the Gemara would seem to indicate that this is a question which isn't, doesn't have an easy resolution the Gemara leads it as a question in the Ram Salakha himself leads it as a question and therefore the more straightforward way of understanding salacha applies to insects which actually left the confines of the fruit and walked on the ground therefore as far as the Torah brings the salacha down Fruit, which we know for sure has been picked and that the insects inside it were only laid after that time and those insects were never s- separated from the fruit to walk along the ground would be also to eat except for the side problem that eating insects could be in the category of altashaktsu not to do things which a person finds to be disgusting for himself. And if it's a sophic, when the insects, so to speak, were hatched So the Gemara says that one can keep the fruit for 12 months because we have a principle that insects don't live that long. And therefore, if at the end of 12 months there are still insects, they must have been hatched within the fruit. They weren't there from beforehand when the fruit was still attached to the tree. Similarly, the worms which are found in fish, if they came from outside the fish and were digested by the fish, then there would be also, but if they were hatched, and again, inside the fish, they've never been shown to the Aurets, and therefore they won't be also. Same thing, the insects or worms which grow within a pail of water, and they remain in the original place. So that's also not, they have never been shown to the Aurets, and therefore, in terra they'll be muttered to eat, because they're not called shredded to the but they're still in the original container of water where they were hatched. Insects which or worms within an animal, within the meat, are likely to have been swallowed by the cow and therefore they would be osu because they came from the outside and if it's something which, so to speak, came from the cow itself then it would need cheta, just like the cow would need shcheta. However, worms or insects which grow in a natural water source, like a river, that's called chara and therefore there would be osu. There is a further deal with shratim and that is, even though normally we have a principle, that something insignificant in the mixture is considered bottle and therefore if the vast majority of the food is allowed to be eaten even the minuscule amount of iser which is mixed into the food can also be eaten when it comes to an insect, sharet, is a din called biria which means something which is a full living entity on its own such as any small insect, fly or worm they're all an existing, uh, independent living entity on their own. And the rule we have, according to the Bible, which is how we hold, that someone which is a birria, someone which has its own, so to speak, life, can never be bottle can never be considered to be not, notified to the mixture it's in. And therefore, even if one has this tiny insect within a vast quantity of food, the whole amount will be also to be eaten because of the khashash that a person might eat the insect, which is also. And... That would retain its status of being Hussur. That only applies in the still of when the insect is complete, it's whole, That's even if it's dead. But if the insect has been dissected or it has, has lost its full body in the situation where it's in the mixture, then the still of barrier won't apply. And then the Halakha will be that it will only be if it's a kazayis of Isur, that it would be also to be eaten it would have the person who ate it to get malchus for eating Shatzim. and also it will be bottle in a mixture unless it's less than one to sixty, which means there's more isur than sixty times the Heter against it. Same thing when it comes to eating a Beria. If a person eats a biria, he's high of malchus even though that's much smaller than the normal share of eating isorim, which is a kazais. Just like we have this din of Beria by Shratim, the other denim also, which the halacha says, are not bottled in a mixture. Most Yisurim are bottled in a mixture. If the 60 times the mutter, which means food which one you can eat, in ratio to the food which one can eat, one can eat the whole amount. But the various are various other Yisurim, which the Torah also is bomachim about, and then things which are very valuable or are bought because in individual units because of their importance, what you call a Davisheb minion also isn't bottle and therefore even one such item in a much bigger mixture will render everything also. Right. Same thing. A living animal is considered a Dava and can't be bottle. However, the Khina holds that a dead animal would would be bottle because it's not one of the seven things which are always counted and sold as individuals, units. A dead animal doesn't have that importance. And if that's the case, it would be bottle to other animals in a big enough quantity. There's another din as well of something not bottle, and that is something which is rarely discovered by, which means some, something of a size that a person would use to treat a guest with. Then it also has a certain chashivas as being something of importance, and it's not bottle, Which means that even though a specific piece of meat, let's say, of significant says, something one would offer to an important guest, is not osir, is not bottle, it will always be also, whereas a whole cow which is dead will be bottle, the of says the reason for that is, is because one khatikha which is ready for a person to eat, so it's kreva hanayasa, the hana which comes from the ability to eat it is much more immediate, and therefore a person gives it a certain importance which he doesn't want to be bottle. whereas the whole carcass of a cow even though it could be cut up into pieces of meat, which would be khashuv, but in the situation it's in now, we don't see that khashivus, and therefore it could be bottle. And therefore he brings opinions that hold that the salacha of something which is royally discovered, something worthy of serving a guest, will only apply to food which is already cooked, because then it can be served as is to the guest. But the Zemachlaik no about it that those that hold even something raw, since it's easy to cook it, and therefore even an important khashuv piece of meat, which is raw, would be... Consider the Khatikh Aaroni's habit. Right. This salah only applies to something which is also in its own right. So, for example, a piece of meat from an animal which was not kosher. But if it became also because of some other reason, for example, it came into contact with something also and it absorbed its flavor, in a case like that, the halacha wouldn't apply. The exception to that rule is Basil B'chalov, because The Isr of mixing meat and milk isn't just the flavor of the milk which got absorbed by the meat. There the meat itself, which has milk inside it, also becomes a Dovah Osr. And therefore, if it's a piece of meat of a type which one would serve to a guest, it becomes a Dovah Khashr, and therefore would not be bottle if it had come into contact with milk. The Isr of eating Shratzim, which we began with, applies in every place and time, both to men and to ladies, if a person's over and he eats pmezid, even a tiny insect, if it's a whole insect, we get malchus, whether it's uh, alive or dead. And if it's not a full insect, then you have to have a kazaiz of it to be chayav in malchus because it's like every lotus sanitary which involves an in action. kuf and that is not to eat a water-based insect, which means. The one of the little insects which swims in the water and the Rambam learns that there's one Isulot Torah for non-kosher fish and another Isulot Torah for water insects which aren't fish. The Ramban disagrees and the Ramban says that this Pasuk of Al-Tashaktus and Bechala Sharetz and a person should not defile themselves with any moving creature isn't specifically relating to water-based insects it's a general al it's a general exhortation not to eat Sharetzim and therefore, it doesn't get counted as a mitzvah in its own right. And the rule is that a various which come as a generalization or to sum up a category. So here, after discussing all the individual yusurim of food, according to Ramban, it comes to generalize and say that one can't eat any of these various tome varieties of food. is isn't counted as a separate mitzvah. It's rather part and parcel of the mitzvahs which have already been in- in- numbered. Therefore, even though there's an argument between the Rambam and the Ramban, what, the, what this particular means, everyone agrees that there's a malchus for eating water-based insects, whether it's a separate malchus because of the sherets, or it's included in the banner of non-kosher fish and things which swim in the water, if a person would eat such a sheret, if it's a it's a whole sheret a whole is eating it as a unit, then he'd be high Malcus for any amount, even if it's very small, and if it's not a whole barrier, it's not a whole being, then you have to eat a kazais in order to be high Malchus. The general rule is that even in those uh, isurim, where one ate less than a kazais, and therefore there's no penalty for eating it, nevertheless it's still forbidden to eat. And with uh, the raisa, we pass in that, a khat which means an isur, which a person is not eating the full quantity to be high punishment, is still also awesome and since this is a mitzvah which has an a, which has an activity to do he, and therefore you get markers for transgressing it. Mitzvah kuf Samachai, according to the Rambam, and that is the issur from eating to each ratim which form from something which ferments, even though it doesn't. Get laid from the interaction of a male and female of that species. The Rambam learns from the pasuk, A person shouldn't have found himself with any kind of sheretz in the world, in on the ground. And he understood based on the Chazal that means a which doesn't come from pair of It's not produced by the parents of that species. and so to speak, it's a spontaneous generates from something which begins to decompose or to ferment the Ramban disagrees with this understanding and therefore this would fall according to him into the general category of Shratim is not a mitzvah in its own right here also the reason for the mitzvah the Khinuch says like all the mitzvahs is in order that the Torah separates us from those which are harmful for us and this mitzvah will also only be also according to the Rambam, if the Sherats would then crawl on the ground, whereas if it would still be within the fruit, or within the water, which has been in a clear, not water attached to the ground, the sheriffs would not yet be also. It applies in every time in place to men and to ladies, and if a person was over and ate Siberia, which is a full species, and even if it's very small, it would be Chai of Malchus, and if it wasn't a complete species, or was only, had somehow lost a part of its body, then you would only be Chai of Malchus if you ate a full gazase. Mitzvah kuf samachvav, and that's the mitzvah of Thomas Nodus. The Tumma applying to a lady that gives birth. The Pater says, If she gives birth to a boy, then she's Tumma Shivaz Yam, and she's Tommy for seven days. If she gives birth to a girl, then she's Tummy for 14 days. The Snurf applies both to going to the base of or eating meat or Tumma, which is Kaidash. And also it means that she's coming to be with her husband. The reason for the mitzvah says the chinuch, it's clear that people get sick because of a change in their body where there's too much or too little of one of the components which make the balance in their body. Because as long as nature, the person's body is stable and everything is in the right proportion, the person won't get sick. And the Chesed of Hashem is to distance us from those things which will harm our bodies and make us sick, because we need our body as a healthy partner in doing our avayr sashen. And therefore he brings, both by the dilaviyya laddes, that he gave birth, or a nidda, or a zava, that all of them are experiencing a flow of blood, that that blood is not something extra in the body, and it's something bad which will make them sick. And therefore, like everything which is unnecessary to the body, can be a source of illness. And then he brings a Gemara that says, that the physical symptoms a lady has when she becomes an is that she feels sick, her, heart, her head, her organs hurt her. And he says this is an example then of the effect, so to speak, that the, the unneeded blood has in the, on the physical system. And the bigger is any contact with a person like that will also get, influence, get influenced by that sickness that they have. And same thing if a lady would become pregnant then the child which would be born would also be influenced so to speak and become sick as a result he wants to explain the that that's the difference between a lady gives birth to a boy or to a girl while the tumor for a boy is one week and for a girl it's two and he says because the latest uh, zakhar the baby is born there's less of this moisture so this extra blood within the body and the body rids itself of it faster and therefore one week is sufficient, whereas when it comes to a Akiva, when it comes to a girl, so there will be more of this Moisiris within the body. There will be more of this extra blood, and therefore it will take two weeks until she becomes tired from it. He brings the Ramban. It also says, this based on the Ramban's understanding of medicine, that it's totally on the heat or the coldness, so to speak, of the body, and that when a lady is pregnant with a girl, there's more of what he calls a krirus, and therefore there'll be more moesarus and more of this extra blood which accumulates and takes longer to the body to rid itself of. Similarly, when he comes to expand the Isra of Nida and Zava, then the Nida is tummy for seven days, and the Zava, even after she stopped experiencing the Ziva, it needs seven Akim. He says because when it's in a normal part of a cycle, so there's a certain amount of this moesarus which needs to be removed from the body, whereas by the case of a Zava, when well, it's not part of the regular cycle, so then it shows that there's much more uh, accumulation of the Moisarras, which are not necessary for the body, and if that's the case, she'll have to wait seven days after the flow to make sure that everything has come back to normal again. The Mishnah gives a different reason, and says that's not a reason for the Esor, but just a, a benefit from the Esor, and that is the fact that it forces a separation between a husband and a wife, rebuilds the or rejuvenates the connection between them, and it's not she it doesn't become something which is stale and becomes something which loses they it will lose interest in each other. The halacha of a lady gives birth, it doesn't make a difference if the child is alive or and dead, or even if she miscarries, as long as it has the tzura, the form of a child, should be tummy later, Because we assume that uh, even if she Miscarry just the, embry- the embryonic sac. We assume that there was a baby once inside that. In the case where we misopic, in the case like whether it was a boy or a girl, so we have to go bisophic to the and therefore she'll be tome for 14 days like a girl. Whereas the imate tie which come afterwards, she'll only keep the smaller amount of imate tie, which is the remainder until 40 days like a boy, because for a girl. She remains to her after the initial 14 days f- until 80 days. Less than 40 days is not yet considered the child, and therefore she doesn't get the din of a However, even if she's not letters, we have another rule also, and that is that any opening of the Rechem, we might have been even a minuscule amount of dam, and therefore even if she's not Tomei as a yeledis, as the son who gave birth, she would be Tomei because of that. In the Torah, a lady gives birth to a boy that day, and the following six days or the seven days she's Tameh. And then afterwards, she can go to a mikvah to immerse and make herself tar. And then for the following 33 days, she's star regardless if there's an ear of tam or not. And that's for her husband. For the best she has to wait until the end of the 40 days. For a girl, for 14 days, including the day she gave birth, she's Tameh. And thereafter, she can purify herself in a mikvah and she'll become tar to her husband for the following 66 days regardless if she saw a ear or not and at the end of 80 days she then shall become Torah also to go back into the base of migdash and even though the blood will continue to flow let's say regardless the Torah decided for seven days in the case of a boy it's tamil after it's tar and says the khinukh this is Baruch yedeku khachmuh ki ahakal asa batam nahkhan umu khayyuf understands how he created the human body and therefore, do everything correctly, But he understands and tells us which time the dam is something which is mazik, and once I want to just won't be mazik anymore. However, Klai like today to be machmir, and therefore, as long as there's still a uh, ray of dam, no one is is, allow, is going to be matter the uh, and even after she stopped being dam. Until she waits seven days, she doesn't say anything after that, and then we have no focus anymore of worrying about if it's for a boy or a girl or a suffolk Because in every case, as long as there's still a real time, she'll be tommy and after she'll always require seven days before she can go to the mikveh and become to This din, Nari Yeredes, is Tomei, applies in every time and place, and uh, if a person will be over in it and have relations with the Yeredes during the amount of time. And the Torah says she's Aser. Or even after that, as long as she hasn't been matiah herself and gone to a mikvah, has gone against this isra say And besides, for the Isra of Yedidus, there's also a shayda of an Isra of Nidah, which uh, would apply to, would similar to the case by Yedadis. And therefore, he, the, the, they would both be high of the penalty of chorus which is the punishment for having relations with the Nidah. If it was done by Mezun, if it was done by Shagang, so they would have to bring a carbon. Kart like every time when a person's over and a variable which carries a chorus The second part of the din, and that is the din of the letters is for Kochim. Or to go into obviously doesn't apply today when we don't have a Besamigdash or the Kochim uh, to deal with.